Okay. All right. It worked. Yay. <laughs> okay. Um, Loud and clear. Again. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to It's the Elizabeth Podcast. It's always a hot mess when we're recording, but hey, we just wing it. <laughs> I know. How can I never log on to this thing? <laughs> I don't know. Well, we're here now. So, yeah. yes. Ready so, to go. The news is going to be about the hashtag Free Britney uh, court case. Um, there's only one non-Britney story, which we'll start out with, and then we'll get into Britney. Okay. So the first story is about the Kardashians, or the Kardashians <laughs> as we know them as. Kardashians. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so Chloe posted on Insta. A uh, sexy photo of her, and you know those like beaches when they have like the shower. Yes, just she saw posted... some in Mexico. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, Mexico. <laughs> uh, she posted a picture, and her ex husband Lamar Odom posted like heart and fire emojis. Uh oh. And then Tristan Thompson, who she just broke up with, um commented on it back saying uh god brought you back the first time play if you want different results burn which is kind of rude (laughs) because for many of you if you know um lamar odom uh forget how many years ago had a drug overdose and he was in a coma for a while and chloe helped him and she probably thought they would reconcile, but like it just couldn't happen because he had this whole addiction problem and everything. And so, yeah. Oh my. I forgot about all that. Yeah. And everyone is coming for Tristan, pretty much. Uh, I haven't read anyone coming for Lamar. Everyone's like, dude, she's not with you anymore. So he's Tristan's an idiot. <laughs> Wait, who, which uh which one did she have the kid with uh tristan oh okay okay so it's like lamar can comment on it on and she says her and lamar have a good relationship so it's completely fine i don't think she's gonna go back to dating lamar so tristan you can calm down <laughs> um but is she really see she doesn't see either one of them right uh no so she's just in this weird love triangle with two dudes that she doesn't have anything to do with anymore no i just think (laughs) lamar commented because he heard she was single and Um, thought it was okay to comment which i understand uh no he he respects chloe that much not to comment when she's with tristan but when she wasn't he thought it was okay to comment so that's what i think it is more Mm mm-hmm well, I mean, maybe he thinks he's got a little chance again. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and is she just like, and eh, no. <laughs> um, I don't know. She really hasn't responded. So it's uh-huh. kind of all up in the air pretty much. But I think she really just doesn't care. Well, I think the lesson to be learned is that's what you get when you post your sexy shower pics. <laughs> yeah, and Tristan shouldn't comment because he likes dating all the girls who comment back to him. Uh, yep. So, 
it's a doesn't it's a sticky situation it sounds like when you're when you're posting those pics (laughs) yeah um so let's get to our main topic and then if we have time if we kind of go through it all um we'll review because both me and Rondi both watched uh kiss oh history yes on annie so we can give our two cents about that if we have time okay let's get into the thick of it (laughs) yes so britney as you all know is in court um to get her father off her conservatorship and get the person who's running her right now to run her conservatorship the entire time so britney last month um if any of you have heard it uh gave a testimony in court and it was it was it was really shocking because no one's really heard from Brittany in give an interview about the conservatorship because they've controlled what she can do and say and stuff. So I took <laughs> <laughs> some stuff from what she said and um uh she says this conservatorship has traumatized her. Mm. Um, she feels like a sex traffic worker, she said at some, some point. Um, she um, said, um, I couldn't have a conversation with my mom and dad really about anything. Um, I told him, her dad, I was scared and my doctors had me on six different nurses with new medication coming to my house and staying with me to monitor me on these new medications which I never wanted to be on to begin with. Uh, There were six different nurses in my house and they wouldn't let me get in my car to go anywhere for a month. Uh, She added, not only did my family not do a goddamn thing, my dad was all for it. Anything that happened to me had to be approved by my dad. And my dad acted like he didn't know that I was told I had to be tested over the Christmas break. And her family was in Louisiana with her two boys celebrating Mm -hmm. while she was getting tested. Um, I think she spoke again. And uh, she said how her family went on vacation. And her dad, she called her dad one time to talk to him about something. And he was drunk on the call oh no yeah and also as we know uh britney's current appointed attorney uh sam something i forget his name uh left the court now she had him for 13 years Mm -hmm. uh, fighting for her and a lot of people mainly britney fans believe that he was a part like part of the conservator ship because he really didn't do anything he really didn't challenge anything he really wasn't speaking for Brittany so he left and she um her mom put in a petition for her to get a new attorney and Brittany got approved to pick her own attorney mm-hmm. so her attorney is now um putting papers in to remove her dad from the conservatorship and a lot more other things saying Jamie Spears, you're gonna have a pretty much a fight of the life right now. 
Mm-hmm. And I was watching one of my shows and they talked to an attorney and they're saying because of how public this court, this thing has gotten, uh, she thinks Jamie Spears doesn't have a chance. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, it, how uh, are they right in the middle of um, this trial or does it sound like it's uh, going to go on for a while? I feel like it's still in the starting stages because now she finally has a, an attorney speaking for her and kind of challenging these things. Mm-hmm. So I think we're just now getting into the thick of it. Um so, and so with this new attorney, does it sound like this person is experienced in yeah. like the, okay, so familiar yeah, with yeah. working with yeah. the he, entertainment? Yeah, mm-hmm. he's, he, he's ready to go. Like, okay. He gave a press conference pretty much telling Jamie Spears, like, get ready because I'm locked and loaded, ready to go. Oh, boy. <laughs> and um, Brittany doesn't want to be evaluated, which people are like, well, why don't you? Because when she would get evaluated, it was people that her dad had approved uh-huh. to evaluate her. So she said she doesn't want to get evaluated with him still there. Okay. Um, yeah. And um, there's uh, two places, we'll continue the breaking conversation, that you can go to to kind of get updates about court stuff. Um, it's Brittany's Graham. It's B R I N E like high school Brittany mm-hmm. <laughs> B-R-I-T-N-E-Y <laughs> I hope I spelled it right uh, S and then Graham and uh-huh. the two girls running it have a podcast that they just now put out it's on all platforms it's called Toxic and they go into how Brittany got in her conservatorship oh. so there's three episodes um, two are at the start and then the third episode just came out and it is uh, they interviewed the man she married for 55 hours. Oh. I forget his name. And yeah, so they get, it's, it's really, really good. It's a good podcast. Um, so if you want to check it out, Toxic. And uh, they interview the guy and he said um, her parent, her dad wasn't happy. Uh-huh. And he was promised that they could stay in their relationship and keep in contact with each other if they annulled their relationship. So he annulled it. And when the, she was having dinner, he was on a flight back to Louisiana. And they flew him to Louisiana and they didn't like have a car ready for him. So we had to call his dad to come pick him up. Oh. And he felt bad because he had to call his dad stuff. And he said when they pulled up, there were a bunch of cameras in front of his house. And he went to an attorney to, like, figure out if everything was, like, what should he do, pretty much, like, to understand. And he would, they were telling him he has 30 days. And if he doesn't challenge it, he, can't, he won't be able to talk to Brittany again. And he thought the guy was like, oh, yeah, right. I'm going to continue to talk to her. I'm doing everything they said. And he said, after the 30 days, he called the number to call her. Uh-huh. And the number didn't work. Oh. And he was like, well. <laughs> 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 and, he, and he said, he goes, I got taken for a ride. Yeah. 
<laughs> Pretty much. They were more concerned about her brand than anything else. It was like uh-huh. they were concerned about her at all. Wow. Yeah. Well, how do we know um, how old is Britney Spears now? Britney is going to be, I think she's 39. She's going to be 40. Wow. Okay. So she's just been kind of like dealing with this at least. I want to. Yeah. Yeah. So she's like probably just had it. Yeah. She she wants to change it. And she says that she's like, it's been conservative abuse. Mm -hmm. That's what, that's how she's coined it. And she says when she has talked to like people who worked for her, they would go and have conversations about what she said and then they wouldn't do what she wanted because like she didn't want to do a second Vegas residency oh okay she goes like I need to she said she had been working for how many years and she just wants a break that's all she wanted and when she made that known they went to an office and talked and nothing was ever said to her Mm -hmm. and so she said in that statement um, if it's still on YouTube, I don't know. My got taken off. Who knows? Um, she said she wants people to know when they're working for her, they're working for her. Right. The other way around. Mm-hmm. And she dismissed claims because her dad said she had dementia and she couldn't remember anything. And she says, I don't have what my father's like. She says, I choreographed all my dance moves with my dancers. That's bull she Mm -hmm. goes everything and she says her dad put her on lithium oh which she said she didn't know where she was half the time she was on it yeah that's heavy duty yeah and then she did come out saying um her whole family should be arrested i don't know if that includes her mom as well because her mom's been kind of on her side so I don't know but everyone has been coming for Jamie Lynn Spears that's really interesting I was gonna ask what her relationship with her mother was like I don't know I think her mom until there's like an interview given we won't know mm-hmm. so but every Spear fan uh is mad at her like her entire family I think Jamie Spears better change his identity because he's he's going to get... I think someone's going to punch him in his face. Yeah, probably pretty frowned upon. Nobody likes a control freak. <laughs> no, and he apparently, from what I've learned from this podcast, is he would show drunk to her dance recital. Oh, that's really sad. As a girl. And... um. If it's on Hulu still and you have access to Hulu, um, they have a documentary done. I think it's with the New York Times. It's called Framing Britney. And it goes into her past and how she got into the conservatorship. And someone who worked with her, I think on her first two albums, I want to say, like she was a producer. I forget what she was. Um, She said when she first met uh, her dad... The guy, he said to the lady, my daughter's going to be so rich, she can buy me a boat. Oh, my. What father says that, by the way? What 
Prevent says that. A terrible one. <laughs> yeah, and he has like failed businesses and all that stuff. And he's making so much money off of her. And he says he cares about her, which I'm like, if you care about her, then say, you know what, she wants me gone, I'll leave. I'll sit down. I'm going to help her fight. She wants this person to take over for me. Fine. Great. She doesn't want to work with this bank. She wants to work with another bank. Fine. Let's make that happen. You know? Mm-hmm. So, and in the Framing Brittany, I think they talked to an attorney and the attorney says, Brittany has kind of showed how flawed the conservatorship is in America, pretty much. Yeah. It sounds like even with how much damage has been done between her and her father's relationship, like even if she still needed a conservator, like it should be somebody completely different. Yeah. Uh, and everyone, yeah. Everyone's okay. argument is if she's on this conservatorship where she can't make decisions because it's made for like older people and people with disabilities. Um, how did she make three albums under it? Four, I think, four albums she did under it. Did tours, a residency, um, I think a perfume. Like, how can she do all these things under this conservatorship? Like, that's what everyone's trying to figure out, so. Sure. And I mean, everyone, it, yeah. Yeah, everyone's hoping she can do an interview at some point. I bet there's just a lot of, yeah, legal stuff. Yeah. And um, some people are really afraid of what she'd have to say. I, or... I, if I were her dad, I'd be more afraid. Yeah, yeah. Um, and also, she did a documentary. But I'm guessing for MTV in 08. And the documentary, they said they weren't allowed to ask certain questions. Hmm. And if they were asked they were they had to stop recording and stuff because they didn't want her to give too much but the only part time she gave something about the conservatorship was just a little bit how she's saying she doesn't like it and it was that that was the only thing that we have that Uh where she says i don't like being in it and it was worded different but yeah but a bunch of celebrities have come out for britney oh First one, Madonna. Wow. Um, Mariah Carey. Mm-hmm. Because um, Mar- Mariah Carey had her own little mental uh, breakdown and stuff. Do you remember when TRL happened? Oh, it yeah. Right after she did Glitter. She went on TRL with like an ice cream machine. Oh. She had a shirt on and then she took off the shirt where she had other clothing on. She was just do- be doing weird things. Oh. And Carson Daly didn't know what the hell to do. <laughs> <laughs> she was just getting weird. <laughs> yeah. And um, Miley Cyrus performed uh, Party in the USA. Oh, yeah. And um, she screamed Free Britney. <laughs> yeah, a whole bunch of celebrities have come out in support of her. And uh, Britney has posted about the movement oh what's she have to say uh she posted on her instagram a video of her doing cartwheels and riding a horse (laughs) and she wrote she said she said today is the first day in a long time where she has felt free 
uh-huh. and felt like her voice mattered, like pretty much in the statement. And at the end of it, she put hashtag free Britney. Oh, yeah. So Britney knows, she knows about the movement. She knows about everything. And uh, I'm, like, I'm, I'm happy she kind of knows about it and is like saying, I approve. You know, yeah, yeah. That, that's like her approval. Because her dad <laughs> is trying to spin the movement as crazy people. Um, he's been threatened. His family's been threatened. It's like, well, I wonder why, Jamie. <laughs> I mean, if I was him at this point, it's gotten like so big. I mean, wouldn't you want to just kind of like step down and be like, ah, oh, no, because this, this is his money ticket. This is his meal ticket. I think he has like, he makes some odd hundred grand off of this. You'd think he'd be like pretty okay if he just decided, oh, I'll call this quits now. Yeah. <laughs> and I think uh, Brittany's baby daddy, who she said in her documentary, she regret marrying K Fed. Oh, yeah. Um, I think he's in on it. Oh. Because he asked for like a huge pay spike, like some odd years ago, uh, in child support, claiming he needed it for the kids. And he has like, he has two more kids from a different lady. And then I think three with another, with his current wife. Oh, and I'm like, that money's not going to them. That's not, that money's not going to them going to school. That money's not them for them to have clothes. It's going for your other children. I was kind of going to say, like, is he working a job? <laughs> or is he just... Uh, the making... last thing I heard, he was a DJ. Oh, right. He, he, like, by the way, he's gained, uh, like, a crap ton of weight. <laughs> like, he's fat. Well, I wonder if he's just sitting in his DJ booth all the time. <laughs> just, he needs to make a rap CD. Yeah, I'm very curious to hear what uh, what K-Fed's <laughs> DJing is like. Uh, that, that's what I heard like last time. I don't know what he does now. But, oh yeah, and Paris Hilton has come out and wants her to be free and all that stuff, so. Oh, I actually heard a side note that Paris Hilton was going to start her own. It's like a new show about her cooking. <laughs> Taking she cooks. Oh well, I guess she does not, but she is going to try. So I know Paris... she has a podcast. Ah, interesting. Well, I don't know what yeah. this would come on. I mean, what who what network this is going to be through? But it sounds probably on of... YouTube. Yeah, it's like a rehash thing of uh, what was that she did with uh, a simple life? Yeah, kind of like oh, that. Oh God! But with cooking, <laughs> leave it where it is. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Le- like the simple life. Like out of all the shows to bring back from two thousand, uh huh. Re- leave that one there. <laughs> like the one show I would love to come back is the Osbournes because that was like the best reality show ever. Like I've never. Like, all reality shows now, like, they're very staged. Mm-hmm. You can tell. But the Osborns were so good because they literally don't know what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> like, Ozzy's walking with his shirt off, going, hey! <laughs> and, like, now everyone's, like, covered, doesn't do it. They have to have, like, the perfect body and stuff. It's just, like... Yeah, they were a, a 
funny, funny family. And just never knowing really what is going on with Ozzy. Yeah. (laughs) Well, they do have a reality show. And sometimes on A&E, they show some of the episodes. Uh Um, It's called Ozzy and Jack's World Detour. Oh, do they still? Is that still airing? It's it changes network. It was on A and E their third season. It was, the first two seasons were on history, okay. and then the second, the third season was on A and E, and now the fourth season is on. Um, I forget what chan- I forget the network's name, but it, um. I think it's called Axe. And they, oh, they do like a yes. whole bunch of like classic rock. Well, suddenly took it off because we had it and there's they're not on any streaming service so if jack is listening <laughs> jack osborne we, we know you're a huge fan yes can you just put all the world detours on netflix because right. or because it's it's a good show you learn stuff and ozzy is just hilarious <laughs> there was um they went to an ice cream place Oh, he and loves ice cream. That's his new drug. <laughs> and he was taught, they went there and it was, it's a family owned business. And they have this machine where someone has to push and someone holds it and they fill a pint in. And Jack jokes, hey, do you want, want just put your head under there and open your mouth? And the guy <laughs> oh, goes, well, no. we, we give you, a, it comes out like a pint and they're like, he can take it. <laughs> so Jack and Kelly got milkshakes. And then you see Ozzy come with a tub, but it's like a box shaped. <laughs> and they're like, how is that going to fit in the RV? <laughs> he goes, don't worry. We'll be fine. And he eats it. He literally. Oh my he ate like half of it because like they, <laughs> in the RV because like they showed it like edited and <laughs> you see like half's gone. He's like he goes oh I'm gonna throw up. Oh yeah, Dad, you're gonna and she goes Dad, you're gonna get sick. And, he, and you hear him go <laughs> <laughs> and then he picks it up and then nom, 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 nom. <laughs> oh I totally believe it. He's he ate like- the whole thing. He ate the whole thing. I can remember there was there was a episode um, of the Osbournes where like they were clowning him and he would just be standing in the kitchen just like eating right out of like the carton. And there, <laughs> there was one episode where he got addicted to Chipotle burritos. Oh, no. <laughs> and he went every single day. I think he they gave him like one of those. Uh, he he can get free Chipotle forever. Oh my god, that's hilarious. So, yeah, it was really funny. Ozzy should be the spokesperson for Chipotle. (laughs) I know, he should. Oh my god, it's amazing. Or like um, Haagen-Dazs or like Ben and Jerry's. That's what he has at the fridge at his house, because I remember he opened his freezer and there's just like a crap ton of Haagen-Dazs ice cream in there. Oh and my they, went, they went to Hawaii with Jack's first wife. Um, he got a divorce. I didn't mm. like her. She really didn't seem like she was that into him. I felt like she was more there for the Osborne attention. Mm-hmm. That, that's the vibe I got off of her. Um, 
they went to Hawaii and they rented a house and they're kind of like doing like a quick cut of what everyone was doing and you they quit they cut to Ozzy and he's putting like little things of Hawk and Dogs ice cream <laughs> in the freezer. Oh my god. Oh, that's yeah. so good. I'm yeah. surprised like Ben and Jerry's hasn't done a, um, an ice cream flavor for him. Wouldn't I that be perfect? Or Hagen Dazs do yeah. an Aussie ice cream or any ice cream company because he would probably do all ice cream oh companies. Oh my gosh. It could be like a Sabbath like Sunday, but like an crazy ice train cream Sunday. Crazy train. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> cr- cr- crazy train caramel. Oh, perfect. For uh, Ben and Jerry's. Yep. Oh and my stuff. gosh. And then like uh, for Halloween, they could do with like a special Halloween one that only comes out on Halloween called Bat because he bit head off a bat. <laughs> and it's like strawberry filling as like the blood. Oh my gosh. With like, like little chocolate bats. <laughs> like, Ore- like Oreo cookies. Oh, that sounds amazing. As like the bat. It'd be kind of be funny. We probably just need to start our own ice cream business. And I know. You're forever. He he would probably go for that. It sounds like. Oh, oh, he, oh, I think he would. Yeah, totally. So if you guys check out their world tour, they go everywhere. That's so um, awesome. So like it's, um, it's, it's, they went to Cuba, and uh, I'm guessing the dictator of cuba fidel castro did they did they um did they meet anybody when they were there like they they met like uh people who like host tours and stuff of the places and they went to the embassy and there's bullet holes in the walls from the revolution oh my yeah and they went to um I forget the he, he's a book author he's like a really famous book author and they went to his house oh so they like take you on tours of like yeah places and things. yeah yeah you can go to these places and they don't know if it's true or not but the guy he loved mexico he loved not mexico cuba so much that he got a house and when there was a revolution when he had to leave he would he thought he was coming back and he didn't take anything because he oh. thought he would get, be able to come back into the country. And when he died, um, his wife apparently said, everything goes to the Mexican, like, God, why am I saying Mexico? <laughs> uh, the Cuban yes. government. And so it's like, did he really leave all that to Cuba? Or are they just, did, just did the Cuban government take it and say, it's ours? Sorry. Um. That's that's quite possible. <laughs> yeah, and um, they have a Beatles a bar called Yellow Submarine, Ooh. and they perform music. And they asked how they heard like all the rock music, and they said that they got a radio station from Iowa. Oh wow! That they could pick up, and it, it was very underground. Mm-hmm. and they had to like go through back channels to get stuff in oh I bet and all that stuff and there is a statue of John Lennon that in Cuba? Cuba yeah wow that Fidel Castro approved of 
and he liked John Lennon because John Lennon was giving the American government a hard time. <laughs> That's why he got a statue. <laughs> and they put actual sunglasses on him. And they have a person who does it because they had them left on there, but people would steal them. Oh my So they gosh. have a guy who puts them on and then you take the picture and then the guy comes and takes them off. That is awesome. Liz, I just looked on, I just Googled it and yeah. it says, it's, this is so awesome. It's um, in Havana Park and um, you can, it's John Lennon sitting on a bench, like yep. a park bench. So you can yeah. sit, sit next to him and I see yeah. the glasses. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Wow, yeah. interesting. I had no idea. Yeah. And then, funny story in the show, then we'll hop on to something different. Uh, Jack wanted to take Cuban cigars. <coughs> and he was oh. telling Ozzy, I think you can only take a dozen. And cause that's only the legal limit you can come back in the U.S. with. That's so was- like, yeah, how many would fit in like a cigar box? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he- Telling Ozzy, like, I'm going to hide him in there. And Ozzy was freaking out. He's like, no, I'm not. No, I'm not doing it. He goes, we'll tape him to you. If I get a <laughs> to you, no one will know. He's like, no. He goes, if I get patted down, they're going to know. He's like, no. And Ozzy was freaking out. <laughs> like, yeah, he did drugs and stuff. But, like, when you listen, when you see his documentary, he said he, he like, would always freak out when he was a kid. So uh-huh. he said no, but he, Jack got him home. <laughs> but yeah so ozzy and jack's world detour if you can find it somewhere to stream but it's usually on a e sometimes whenever they're doing like a music thing so you'd think that they would want to put it like on the travel channel or something like that i don't i know that would make sense but whatever yeah. um side quick note too i saw that it is shark week I think uh, this week we're in it. Um, yeah. And they brought back. Uh, Jackass? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've been hearing about that nonstop. So. I saw, I watched the episode, and I How have to it? say, it's, I mean, your typical jackasses. jackasses. Yeah. <laughs> They're jumping in water with all these sharks, but one of the guys does get bit. I by- heard that one of them got like really hurt. He, like, his hand was totally, I mean, nothing, he didn't lose (gasps) any fingers, but the shark, like, bit the crap out of his hand, and all you see is, like, all of a sudden, the medics just, like, jump in, and they're like, tourniquet, get a tourniquet right now, and they're like, I mean, there's, like, all these crazy, they're, they're, uh, they were swimming with bull sharks, so, so they're, like, more aggressive i guess because they kind of they they come at you like a bull would you know where they'll they'll charge you and then they aren't you supposed to poke, poke them in the eye or something because i heard you know or is that I, great white probably like any shark if you're really yeah. trying to get away I know. But, <laughs> but yeah i mean they kept telling these guys, you know, the the things you should not do. Don't flail around. Don't um, wear bright colors. And what do they do? Nothing but flailing around. Wearing... That's what. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what they do, and that's just I don't. Ugh. 
I really don't care. It, don't care. it seemed ridiculous. So I was just like, oh, good. So this guy, like, did a, he was like gonna jet ski over a ramp and fall into a, basically just a circle of sharks. And so, of course, he gets bit. Um, yeah. yeah, no, they're not gonna get bit if they did that. Oh, uh, but, um, yeah, so that was yeah. like one one episode of many on Shark Week that I uh, so just... enjoy, kids. <laughs> oh yeah, don't go swim with sharks. <laughs> no, but um, the one thing we both watched that we can both talk about, um, we both watch history. So if you're a fan of seventies rock yes. and like Kiss. This is for you. What did you think of it, Rondi? <laughs> well, okay. I have to admit, this is really sad that I am now getting to the age where I I can't watch a two-part uh, biography, apparently, because yeah. I, I fell asleep during the second one. Not because it was boring, just because I'm old. So, yeah. <laughs> but it's actually really, really interesting because it takes... Um, on so many different perspectives from the band members that I yeah. did not know. Because Gene yeah. Simmons is, let's just say, a total D-bag. center stage, yeah, control freak. So, yeah, he, he um, Paul Stanley calls him the mouth of Kiss mm-hmm. and the face of Kiss because of the demon and how it took Persona and, and all that stuff. Um, the only two who did not take part in it are Peter Chris and Ace Freely. They're the only two who didn't. They um, use recordings and that's it. And they're like my two favorites. (laughs) Yeah, they're the favorite characters of the group. Ace Freely, pretty much. Like, he's my favorite. Oh, yeah. Who, like, (laughs) that's how he put, like, he posed better than all of them. Like, when you look at, like, those photos, he poses better than Paul Stanley. Like, my favorite part, um, if you guys, if if you want to Google it, uh, Shandy the music video there's a part where like i don't get the video but there's a part where like a girl screams kiss and they all turn ace is like the only one posing like he doesn't care (laughs) and paul's posing like an old like a witch like (laughs) and gene is posing like a demon and then peter chris I, I don't know, but Ace just, is like the only just one. Just a cat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, it was really interesting to like know like when they first started out how like New York was like, we don't want you. You guys are weird. We want this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like we want New York dolls, but like we don't want you. Yeah, they kind of seem like they took a little bit from the New York Dolls, like glam sort of fashion, but then they're yeah. just like, we're going to make it. We're going to take it to the more. extreme. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I have to say, back to Ace Freely, his solo yeah. albums were also really good. So Yeah. <laughs> his, um, his solo album did better than everybody's. Uh-huh. And in the documentary, he talks about how he didn't want to record a uh, New York Groove and how a uh, producer that they used on, I think, their first four albums mm-hmm. and the Alive album convinced him to do it. Oh, it's and, such a good song. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. It's, it's really, really good. And 
Also, I think like their problem, like, isn't the drugs and alcohol as Gene like made it out to be mm-hmm. and Paul Stanley. I think it was because like when you listen to like Ace and Peter, it felt like touring was way too much. Oh, for sure. And be not being heard. Because when you listen to Bob as Ezra, who has produced Alice Cooper and Kiss and a whole bunch of other people, uh, he says how Ace felt not heard. Yep. And so does everyone else. So it's kind of just f- feels like Ace's problem with the band is not being heard and being kind of told what to do. Peters was, he just couldn't handle the grind of doing a tour because he does say in an interview, it was, we would make an album, go on tour, make an album, go back on tour. It was, there was like no like, hey, let's take a a break for like two weeks and stuff like that. Yeah, that's, I mean, and it, they did that for, gosh, I mean, so long, just over and over and over playing the same songs. Um, Yeah, just, yeah would end up feeling like you're just going insane after doing the same thing for so many years. Yeah, and the only time Gene Simmons kind of takes blame for himself in the documentary was when they were talking about when the band was starting to drift apart. Uh Uh-huh. And how he said he kind of, his ego got huge. And it was like, well, that's good for you taking, you know, accountability. But then he went right back to the drugs and the alcohol and oh yeah and his ego just continued to just inflate where that i saw uh his collection room you know of all of the merch and everything nuts like i think that whole room i think has over a million dollars yeah it is merchandise it's like millions of things and like crazy that he just like has it all there and it's just um you know I think that's another thing that really started to bother like some of the band members is that it was just so money driven you know it's just like about well I think it really like made a joke about like all the merchandising I think Peter biggest problem because he said the lunchbox was cool and the love that you got with the record was cool but he said everything else was starting to get a little too much. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. And then um, on night two, they get into the 80s. And they Ugh. talk about how Vinnie Vincent left the band because Paul Stanley interrupted his guitar solo. Because <laughs> 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 it was going on forever. And then how they got another guitarist. And how he had to leave because he had some rare form of arthritis. Which I'm like, is that true? becoming a problem (laughs) Hmm. that was the reason maybe he really did leave medical conditions i don't know and then they get into it and then they talk about how gene kind of left the group like mentally and all that stuff and how paul stanley kind of confronted him and said hey look you're in or you're out you know pretty much told him i'm i'm done Uh uh-huh with it and which Gene said he needed to hear and that made him come back. But I wonder if Paul Stanley probably would have ended Kiss if Gene left. Because you can't keep replacing everybody. 
yeah it just gets to be it's just like uh then you're like a you turn into like a tribute band or something well yeah well that's what some people believe like some mm-hmm. of the like old hardcore kiss fans believe that the lineup is now yeah um and then they talk about how in the 90s how music kind of changed to grunge and all that stuff and um eric singer who is the drummer now he drums occasionally for Alice Cooper. Oh. And he, <coughs> sorry, um, was talking about how when he was on tour with Alice Cooper, how they performed like at like fairs, like open areas and how nobody was there. Oh. A dead Butter. audience. Yeah. All the kids convention started and they go into like, the acoustic set, how Peter Chris wanted to come and show his daughter. And they get to the reunion tour and how they sat there and Gene and Paul said, we're going to make more money than you. You're, you're going to make money, but not as much as we are because we've been here forever. Um, don't do drugs or alcohol. And then they said it was fine for like the first year. And then A started smoking weed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, they said like he like you could tell he was high because <laughs> he was like he couldn't walk at one point oh no and, uh, like peter chris wanted like his windows covered and like all this stuff they all have books written about each other oh yeah and they are trashing each other in those books man <laughs> and it's just like and they talked about how like the reunion tour is gonna like this tour is gonna be the final which i'm like is it <laughs> I, w- I was gonna ask you that because i was like just what? bought a house in vegas oh and he said he left california because of high taxes but i'm like you're rich you're not paying high taxes sorry uh-huh. sweetheart <laughs> and so i'm like is there because they asked him because he was on ET talking about how he, they were moving to Vegas and the interviewer asked oh is there gonna be a kiss residency and he's like you never know oh please. And I'm like, oh god <laughs> and I'm like first and foremost Paul Stanley no no offense to this man I get it you get older Robert Plant he can't sing like how he sung on the Zeppelin albums get it <laughs> But he gets, th- he has a singing voice. Paul Stanley, when he's singing a kiss song, who? <laughs> like he's screaming. Like he's screaming and stuff. And I'm like, that's not singing. Like you can hear his vocal cords cracking. <laughs> like you're screaming to the point of where you can't change the range of the song and you're screaming it and your vocal cords are going, <laughs> Like you're like going through puberty again. <laughs> Stop. Oh, I did think that was pretty corny that it was like the two of them, like with their acoustic guitars, like singing their broken down <laughs> versions. I know. I was like, what are you doing? I don't know. I the one part I liked was when he was showing how hard it was for them to play their songs on acoustic guitar. Paul Stanley. Uh, mm-hmm. That part I thought was pretty funny. I was like, when he goes, near, he's like, that's hard. <laughs> like that part i was like i was like oh that's good but paul stanley because they were talking about when it ends what what's gonna like how are they gonna feel 
Um, Paul Sansig goes, I'm fine. I've done everything I've needed to do. And they're like, Gene's going to have the toughest time. Yeah. Because he's done. I, didn't, I, he, I bet you Gene Simmons' family, Jules, is going to come back. So no worries, <gasps> kid. Oh, I was just going to ask you about the name of that. I remembered his. he had that reality show. By the way, he talked so much crap about Ozzy doing their show. And then he did his. Oh, my gosh. You can tell, like, the show's funny, but you can tell a lot of it's staged. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Which is kind of sad, but whatever. Um, That's just a Gene Simmons for you. He's got But um, Paul Stanley has, like, he has a soul, like, a soul train group. Oh. And they have an album out. It's not that bad. Hmm. I've listened to it. And it's really not that bad. He has like other singers that come in and he's not singing like how he would in Kiss. Okay. Which is good. So you can kind of tell like voc- like when he's not singing in the range of Kiss, which is screaming, <laughs> he sounds really good. Um, so. Is that just, is it his solo project or does he yeah. have like a name? It's called uh, Soul Train. I'll oh. send you a link oh, okay. to one of their songs. I'll get a like. listen. Yeah. And yeah, he has backup singers, which he needs. <laughs> get, get by with a little help from his. <laughs> you know, it would have been nice. You know, like if Gene, like the one thing that bothers me is like Gene has songs. Like, why can't Gene take over? If his voice is fine, let Gene take over for a couple of songs. Like they're the same songs they sing every time. Uh-huh. Love Gun. <laughs> I was made for loving you. Which, by the way, Gene doesn't like that song. Oh, because he goes that's all he does in the song that's why he doesn't like it <laughs> well I mean he is uh, <laughs> he, that's a that's a decent part I mean that's what yeah but um oh and in the docuseries they talk about their uh, I forget his name Tom something Selleck? No, 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 no. That's Magnum P.I. Um, <laughs> Big he was like an interviewer at the time. He was like very famous. And they did an oh. interview and Ace is drunk through the whole interview. <laughs> and he's like cracking jokes. And Paul and Gene are pissed through the whole thing. Like oh. they're squirming and Gene looks so angry. And Paul says, now I can laugh about it. But he says at that time, I was like, "Mm mm-mm. Yeah, that's right. They were really uh, humiliated. Yeah. Like, they they were probably at their their height at that point where they were just... Yeah, that's when the problems were happening. Uh Uh-huh. And all that stuff. But if you guys want to check out history, it's good for what it is. Yeah, I keep on wondering, like, who's like, who else out there is going to start getting like an another biography? I mean, maybe they'll do something on. Well, apparently, Mm -hmm. uh, back to Kiss, they have a deal with Netflix, and people think it's going to be a movie. Oh, okay. Which I'm like, oh boy. I feel like it's not going to be a movie. I feel like it's going to be like covering the end, like their tour. Yeah, either, either that or one of those. Um, oh gosh, if if Gene Simmons has anything to do with it, he'll want his own biopic 
you know yeah just I'm like, like he's not gonna share his own story uh-huh. like Paul or I feel like Paul would because that's the vibe I get from Paul mm-hmm. but I feel like Gene having the ego that he has he's gonna go I want my own story oh totally and, I, and you know who's gonna play him <laughs> himself himself <laughs> yeah oh I wouldn't be surprised if his he plays himself or his son plays himself in the oh, younger oh yeah is um Gene Simmons still married to uh his wife or did Shannon they... Tweed? Yeah. yeah, they're still married. I I don't understand why, but uh, yeah, it seems. Like I feel I... like it was a marriage made of convenience. Uh huh. But... but they and they had a son and a daughter. A daughter, Sophie, who I like. I actually like her. Okay. Um, she's the polar opposite of both of them okay and she has a music career oh she writes songs and she has a song out i heard i don't know the name of it oh okay but yeah it's all the news we got this week ladies and gentlemen (laughs) oh there's just gonna be so much more i bet (laughs) yep because this britney spears conservatorship is kicking off yes just the we're just getting in getting started (laughs) yep well thank you all for listening you can visit us at it's the elizabeth podcast bing (laughs) and follow um canvas and clay on instagram and facebook and then also rondi has another job at another place (laughs) called bang bang in Yay. Arcata. Where Yay. is it in Arcata? We're in the, the Creamery District and it is actually in the Creamery building um, located next to the Arcata Playhouse. Um, we are open on the weekends. That's when I'll be there. So come by and try on some fashion. Yep. <laughs> Um, oh, one more little plug. We're doing a really fun um, special drawing Zoom next week. Um, we'll be uh, having a friend of Nicole Keita's actually joining yeah. us. And um, oh my gosh, he's a really, really talented artist. Uh, we're having an endangered species show that's going to be happening at our gallery in september so we're gearing up doing all kinds of um you know endangered species uh themed artwork and so yeah we'll um we'll be inviting artists at the studio to join uh this zoom so we can um we're going to be passing out information um anybody that's interested uh, contact us through the studio <laughs> and we can give you all that zoom info i don't have the crazy code and password memorized um, um and gosh i wish i had a flyer on me um well you can send it to me then i'll post it again online oh, oh fantastic that's right because you yes on your instagram Yep. page for it's the elizabeth podcast yep whoop, whoop. so whoop whoop i have a good day and have an ice white chocolate mocha or a hot one 
or a strawberry milkshake. Delicious. Yes. <laughs> All right. Bye. 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 <laughs>